Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Welcome to your third installment of Gremlin Management 101 at Good Vibe University. I'm Jeanette Ma, the Good Vibe Coach, and I want to thank you for tuning in for this course. I think this skill, being able to expertly navigate or herd our way through a litany of negative thoughts that many of us experience, it's an important one for successful manifesting, and that's why it's in your lineup of material for conscious creation. So far, we've talked about the reason that it's helpful to get a handle on negative input that threatens to derail our focus on manifesting what we want, and I also suggested the top five gremlin management myths to help get the record straight and make sure that we're working with a clean slate when it comes to this work. What I'd love to do in this call is to offer some tried-and-true processes and approaches for managing gremlins and naysayers. You'll likely recognize some of these, but there may be a few you've never played with before, or you may just be re-inspired to pick up an old method that has served you well in the past. My goal here is for you to feel very empowered and capable of managing any of the negative input that kinks your alignment to the reality that you prefer. So are you ready to play? Let's get started. I've got eight tips that I wanted to cover, but... I'd love for you to make a note of what's missing on this list so that you can add it to the forums for your fellow creators. Nancy, Susan, Janet, I know you guys will have some great stuff to add, so please do. But where I want to start with is what you've already been practicing so far in your homework in this course, and that is recognizing, being able to spot the gremlin. You guys, awareness in and of itself often is enough to withdraw its hold over us. It like pulls the plug on its power. So you've been practicing your awareness since our first call. At least I hope you have. So I think you're already getting better at it, right? <laughs> that in itself is a gremlin management method. And, and some make these uh, negative thoughts easier to recognize and thus manage by doing things like naming him. To name it is to tame it. Um, some will draw a picture of their gremlin or have some sort of a visual of what he or she looks like. Maybe yours doesn't have a gender, I don't know. But creating that kind of a familiarity with them, a lot of times that helps people get a better handle on when he or she is speaking up. Oh, I, I know another fun one. Oh, I can't remember who I heard this from. But it was to name his top tunes. You know, like, they've, your gremlin very often says the same thing. It's got the same kind of theme in what it's sharing with you. And if you can get, and I think you've been practicing that, right? As you've been paying attention to the sorts of negative input that you hear from your inner critic, that's helping you recognize whether there are any patterns or common phrases or sentences that it has to say with you. So recognizing his top tunes can be another way to clue into when he's chiming in. And again, that awareness or that recognition is helpful because it helps give you the chance to redirect once you spot that it's unfolding in your mind. So that's our first management method. Our second one is to take responsibility. That is to not play the victim. I want you to remember that you're in charge here. 
We're not going to fight with this negative energy because that just adds power to it. So there's no point in arguing with it or trying to make, if it's in the form of naysayers, there's no point in trying to make them see things your way. They get to have it their way. You get to have it your way. Everyone gets to be right. But what you do here is you make sure that you're not turning over your power to any of that negative input by just surrendering to it and letting it run rampant, right? Don't play any victims here. You're in charge. You hold the reins. You're steering the ship. When you do that, you're going to make it um, much easier for you to redirect thoughts towards what you want rather than let gremlins hijack you straight towards what you don't want. All right, our third management method is, oh, I can imagine how many people are going to appreciate this one. <laughs> it's not my favorite on the list, but that's to meditate. <laughs> um, that practice can really help you learn to let go of thoughts that aren't your favorite. You would be surprised how many people I talk with that say to me, they're totally helpless. I really just can't stop thinking about it. Like, I, it boggles my mind that someone would ever affirm that for themselves, but some do. And maybe I have myself at times. I maybe have played this one too, but meditators have an enormous advantage here because they have more skills. They've developed more practice in learning how to let thoughts go. And when you've got a thought that isn't serving you, to be able to let it go, very helpful. So meditation is actually a really powerful gremlin management method. Um, Fourth on my list... Breathing, okay, some people might put this on the meditation list as well, but I listed this one separately because of this thought that I learned about it, that breathing is how we connect to source. I can hear all you meditation fans saying it's the same thing. Okay, I get it. (laughs) But I like this thought. I can't remember. I've heard this from actually a couple of different people, not just, uh, maybe Doreen Virtue is one who said this, but that breathing is how we connect to source. It's how we let angels in. It's how we get information from our higher self or from above. That's why three deep breaths feels so good. It's ooh, I'm covered in goosebumps, you guys. It's stacking the deck in our favor with higher power at our side. I like this thought that oxygen is like kryptonite to our inner critic. <laughs> it just cannot thrive in the space of deep breaths. You know why else I love that one? Because of how easy it is to do. Okay, I do three deep breaths all the time, and I don't consider myself a meditator, but maybe I get credit for that. If you guys are going to say these are the same things, then I get credit for being a meditator because I use three deep breaths all the time. Oh, you guys, do it right now. I feel so good. (laughs) Do I sound like a goofball? Okay, it's a helpful thing to remember when gremlins are running rampant. This will weaken them. Three deep breaths. It's like it's just infusing your whole being with angelic energy, with the truth. It's cool stuff. I like that one. Way better than the meditation one. And I get that they're very likely the same thing. I do. I get it. Um, okay, so I think number this is number five on my list. Ooh, I like this one. Okay, and there's a couple different ways to think about it, but I've listed it here as the ticker tape. Like, you just imagine the gremlin thoughts, they run like a ticker tape. You know, they're always there. You could tune any time and hear what it has to say to you. And some of us have a naysayer in our life who might fill this bill too. But what I like about thinking of it this way is that we can choose to just put it in the background. You know how when you watch the news, like, you know how they run that little, oh, what do they call it? We'll call it a ticker tape across the bottom of the screen. They're either reporting, oh, other things happening in the news, or maybe it is stock prices, who knows. But you know how you just stop seeing it after a while because it doesn't have helpful information? So you just learn to tune it out. 
We can do the same thing with our gremlin, you guys. How cool is that? So we don't have to turn it off. We don't have to go um, make it stop broadcasting. We can just simply choose to ignore it. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I also kind of think of, th- this is one I practice. I think this belongs in the same category, where when um, I imagined my gremlin as, it sounded a lot like my grandmother. <laughs> it sounded a lot like my grandmother when I tune in. In fact, a lot of people will notice that you know it often has a voice of authority, often parents. Um, but mine, I just imagined, okay, so when I experienced my inner critic or my gremlin, I my visual of it was that it was like my grandmother who believed that she knew the best way for me to do things. And I imagined that we were in a car and I was driving and she was in the back seat. She was literally being a back seat driver. I could see her in the rear view mirror and she's telling me these things like, I should change lanes, I should go faster, I should go slower, I should take a different path. Like she's got all this input that really isn't helpful because I know how to get where I want to go. In real life, you guys, the reason this works so well for me is because my grandma she um she thought I was ruining my life when I got divorced. And by working, she thought what I should do is try and get that husband back and stay home and have some kids, right? Okay, that, that was a kind of input that was very clear. That was not from my higher guidance. <laughs> that, was, that was so easy to dismiss. This is not my idea of a good time in any way, shape, or form. But it didn't keep her from thinking she knew best. So anything else that she said... I'm thinking, I hate to equate my grandma, who I love dearly, with my gremlin, but but treating it this way, like just putting it in the background, knowing she's going to think she knows best. She's going to speak it to me, probably with some urgency even, but it's up to me whether I choose to listen or not. I remember, I'm driving. She could be in the back seat and she could say what she wants, and I'm just going to smile sweetly at her in the rearview mirror. I'm not going to argue with her. I'm not going to make her wrong. I'm not certainly not going to be mean to her. It's my grandma. Just going to smile sweetly, and I'm going to continue to do what I believe is right for me. Okay, so that's kind of related to the ticker tape to um, just put it in the background rather than insist that it turns itself off so you're not affected by it. You can dismiss it. Okay, next on the list, I like this one too, and that's to zap your critic's fear power by making it funny. <laughs> like you can imagine your gremlin in a, speaking to you in a Mickey Mouse voice. That is impossible to take seriously. If you can do that, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it becomes really entertaining. Um, and you can also recognize its ridiculousness just by reading it out loud. Like if you write it down and read it out loud. In fact, have you guys seen, um, oh, who does this? Where It's one of the late night show hosts where he has celebrities read tweets that people, critical tweets that people have posted about them. (laughs) Yes. People, celebrities read those negative tweets. It's hilarious. (laughs) Um, And this is, this is what some experts recommend to us for managing that negative inner voice. Just write it down and read it out loud. It loses power when you do that. Could be. That isn't one I use a lot myself, but I like it. Okay. Next on the list is, ooh, To refocus, this probably is my favorite. Of all the ones here, this is my favorite. That's to make our gremlin voice our friend. Because if every time we recognize when it's chiming in, if we recognize that and we used it as a trigger or an opportunity to refocus ourselves on what we do want, then in that case, it really is our friend. Because every time we hear it, we use it as a catalyst to refocus on what we do want. So, like, when you recognize that your gremlin has the mic again, you can pivot, You right? Use Abraham's pivoting process where you just find a thought that feels better. Or, my favorite, 
engage in affirmation, right? Or you could even just refocus on appreciation. By practicing, we can use our gremlin voice is what I'm saying. I'm a little excited about this, aren't I? But we can use recognition of when gremlin's talking to us to engage a practice of more helpful thought patterns. Like, um, I love to practice giving myself reasons to believe. That's another thing that I like here. Like when my gremlin is shouting out reasons why it's not going to work or reasons I should be very afraid, I just remind myself, no, this is why I do believe in it. Imagine the power of that every time someone negative, like this works with naysayers too, when they, when they tell you why it's not going to work or whatever bad stuff they're saying, you can use it as an opportunity to remind yourself what you choose. And if you have some reasons to believe, at the top of every one of our lists, you guys, is I know how the system works and I'm working it right now just by using this process. <laughs> That's reason enough to believe in whatever we want, right? We're conscious creators. We have such an advantage. So I, I am a big fan of reviewing those reasons liberally and to use the gremlin as a trigger, as a, as a reminder to focus on what I do want. Remember when mine would say, uh-oh, this isn't going to work, you're going to have to get a job. Like when I would see my empty calendar, I had no clients, this is when I would quit my job to build a coaching practice. I had no appointments, I had no emails, no voicemails from anyone expressing any remote interest in me. And my gremlin would say, uh-oh, this isn't going to work, you're going to have to get a job. And I heard that so often, like that one was on repeat a lot, you guys, multiple, multiple times throughout every day. <laughs> I got to know it very well. And I would use it as a reminder. No, that's not what I'm creating. What I'm creating is I'm a brilliant coach in high demand. Mm, that gave me goosebumps. I love that process and it worked really well for me, you guys. So that, I'm, you can tell I'm a big fan of that one. <laughs> oh, we need to have someone who's a big fan of meditation do this list. So <laughs> each of these items get proper enthusiasm behind it. Okay, last I've got on the list here is hello, choose our company well. <laughs> Some people are, there. Are when we're around them, it's easier to entertain positive thoughts around them than others. <laughs> Let's hang out with more of those people. Just set ourselves up for success. If there is uh, a negative Nelly in our life or a, a, a naysayer, we can limit our exposure to them. I mean, it could give us good practice, yes. I mean, there are some good reasons why we might want to continue hanging out with them. But Sometimes it's just easier to limit our exposure. So that's also a gremlin, a legitimate gremlin management method. Okay, on this list is not the most common one that you've probably heard before, and that's the cancel clear or the delete instruction. Like when you hear it, you just repeat cancel clear. I know a lot of people who swear by that. I, I didn't even put it on the list because that one never really worked for me. And I always wondered, is it because like cancel clear, if it, had, it felt like it had a little resistance in it? I don't know. I don't know. And it may work great for you. I don't want to spoil your party. If it's working for you, by all means, continue. But, um, all right, as I'm wrapping up this call, here's what I want to say. Here's what does work and what I do want you to remember. We are not fighting that inner voice or those naysayers in our lives. We're not judging ourselves for hearing this. And we're not glooming and dooming when it happens, right? Because we know it can't spoil the party, because you're getting a good handle on this stuff <laughs> right now. It's happening right now, you guys. <laughs> Just as you're listening to this course and putting into practice what we're talking about. So instead, what we're doing is we're taking it in stride. We don't sweat it when we hear that negative input. In fact, we might even laugh it off as we use our focusing skills to think a better thought. So we focus on what we do want. 
All right. I hope something here is giving is helping you feel like you've got a good handle on how to be more empowered when it comes to your thoughts and the negative input from others. So thank you for tuning in for this course on Gremlin Management 101. If you'd like additional resources, I've got three really good options. In fact, you might be contributing to one of them. <laughs> the first one is your fellow co-creators. <laughs> Search the forum at Good Vibe University for this topic or post a new question. And you're going to get great support. I mean, because the people you are hanging out with here at Good Vibe University, no one is better at this stuff than we are. So tap this pool for support. Um, that's one good resource. The second one, I'm a fan of uh, Rick Carson's Taming Your Gremlin. It's a book that's been on my shelf for next to ever. I think, is it possible I knew this even before Law of Attraction? This, this seems like one of my pre-LOA self-improvement books. I wonder if I'm right. I don't know. Maybe not. It says first published in 203. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it seemed like it. It seemed like it's been around here a while. I like it. And having said that, I don't really even remember what he says, but it's got a really cute cover with the picture of a very sad gremlin on it. <laughs> it's a classic resource. I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. That's Taming Your Gremlin by Rick Carson. But, an even better one, Janet Dalgleish has uh, an e- a e-product called Heal Your Inner Critic. If you go to her website, sweetreliefcoaching.com, look for, you should see it in the sidebar, but if you don't, just search her site for Inner Critic. She has got a really great approach to share with you as well. So um, check out those resources. And if you've got tips, please post in the forum for us because we would love, love, love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.